You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. And this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. And today we have Azella Collins, who is a registered nurse and a professional registered parliamentarian. So, uh, Azella, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, okay, so why don't you start by giving us a little background on your nursing career? Like, what, how, what kind of nurse were you, and how did it lead to what you're doing now? Okay. I have been a professional registered nurse and in excess of 40 years. Actually, my nursing career did not lead me into, into professional registered, into being a professional registered parliamentarian. What led me in, into working uh, as a parliamentarian was a PTA meeting that I attended. The, I used to cringe at those meetings. They were not orderly. They were not productive. So that's how I got to be a, a, a parliamentarian. As a, in my career as a registered nurse, for the first probably 18 years, I worked actually seeing patients in their homes and precepting graduate students who were interested in community health. From 1992 until I retired in 2009, I worked for the state of Illinois putting together various programs. My first program was home services. Then I involved into home services for people with HIV AIDS. And then finally, my last assignment was to institute statewide programs in the state of Illinois to eliminate perinatal HIV. I have been, um, I've enjoyed my, I enjoyed my career when I worked. Okay, so uh, um, I guess tell me a little bit about the parliamentarians. Like, what is this? I've never heard of this role before, so you need to educate me a little bit on this. <laughs> okay. so what is this and what does it mean? Okay, parliamentary procedure is the study of management for um, um, rules management, meeting management. We help groups to run their their meetings efficiently. We also help groups to understand their bylaws, to understand how to put on a convention, how to process motions, to okay. name a few, to name yeah. a few. And, and okay, you said that this all started from a PTA meeting, and we've all been to those meetings where you're just like, oh my gosh, nothing is going to get done here. Um, but how does that, how did it go from PTA meeting to being in the parliamentarian? Like, how does that trajectory work? Okay. I, as I shared with you, I started my parliamentary procedures, the study of parliamentary procedure, uh, in, during my time as a young mom in PTA. 
And I continued the study of parliamentary procedure for years because I liked it. It, it, it provided a format for functioning, not only in meetings, but in most aspects of my life. The, uh, how can I say? The parliament, parts of parliamentary procedure are what we are advanced. And I did not become an advanced parliamentarian or professional parliamentarian until 1997. In 1995, a, a nursing colleague introduced me to the National Association of Parliamentarians. And from there, I took a test to become a member. After the, I passed the membership exam, I studied to become a registered parliamentarian. Then I studied for another year to become a professional registered parliamentarian. We have three basic domains. Uh, one is for beginner, then intermediate, and then advanced. And the advanced level, it is not only do you know the information contained in the 700 plus pages of Robert's Rules of Order, newly revised, you know how to apply them. And when situations occur that are not clearly delineated in Roberts, you have a launching pad, so to speak, that allowed, that has taught me how to gather various data and to come to a logical conclusion. And Katie, it's sort of like our nursing process where mm -hmm. we look at the subjective data. And of course, that's what our clients tell us. And then our objective data is the governing documents, the bylaws, past practices, minutes, and agenda. And then we take that subjective and objective data and come to an assessment. And then based on that assessment, we complete a corrective action plan or a plan to get the agency where they need to be. And I believe I strongly believe that's why I like Robert's Rules of Order so much. Um, so, can you give me an example of of how you kind of walk into, um, I guess, a particular group and and what it is that you would do for them that would change everything for them? Okay, we I in the past well once I walked into a group that only counted the yes votes, not understanding that when you have a motion, you have to count the yes votes or you have to ask for the no votes as well. That helped them to understand uh, why a quorum is so important because many times this particular group had, had lost their quorum. And a quorum is the minimum number of people who must be present to legally conduct a meeting. So if you don't have a quorum, nothing that you did with, uh, is really legal. Then that there are some activities that you can, that can take place in the event you lose your quorum. 
that was probably my most defining activity as a parliamentarian. I could not believe they only took the yes vote. <laughs> uh, now you've worked for some local, national, and international groups doing this as well, right? Yes. Uh, and what type of groups are these? Like what type of people would come and seek out a parliamentarian? Most of my international groups have been nursing, but however, you can have the Rotary Club, you can have Kiwanis, you can have the International Association of Event Planners, the International Association of Manufacturers, anyone that has a, a group meeting or a convention and wants that meeting and or convention to run smoothly, I would work for them. And how are you different than, um, I mean, I guess you're not planning the event, but I mean, how do you complement event planning in this? We go over their scripts, what they're going to say. We make sure that they understand how to properly bring about a convention. We work with the groups to understand how committee reports are introduced and processed is does the committee report have a recommendation that needs to be presented before the group if so how do we present that recommendation how does the chair process that recommendation we work with the program committee to understand why the rules are important. Convention rules are very important and, and we know them. Uh, silence your cell phone. You can only speak to an issue uh, twice if everyone who wishes to speak has spoken once. Delegates uh, sit in the front of the room, keep your name tags on. All of those minute details lead to attention to those minute details lead to a successful conference. Now, did you um, always know that parliamentarians existed or like how did you even find out that such a thing, uh, there was such a role? <laughs> I knew that parliamentarians existed after I went to Crocs and Britannos and purchased my first Robert's Rules of Order. However, I did not know that there was an association of parliamentarians until 1993-94. And that's when you decided to join with them? Yes, that's when I decided to join. Okay, and then they had these various levels that you could join at, the, the, the parliamentarian, the registered parliamentarian, and the professional registered parliamentarian. You join as a basic member, and then you take the various tests. I could not come into NAP as a professional registered parliamentarian. I would have to come in as a provisional member, then pass the membership test. The, after the membership test is the test to become a registered parliamentarian. And then the third and final step is professional registered parliamentarian. There's, there, there's a progression. Okay, and how do you how do you market yourself or your your services out to these various groups? 
Lately, I have been using LinkedIn and, and Instagram. I put together a website in, in no, 2016. There's a link on the website to ask me questions from the list. And sometimes I would get the same question three or four times. So I thought to myself, I'm not going to keep asking answering the same question it's just too time consuming so i started a facebook page and my facebook page is simply entitled professional registered parliamentarian and if you go to that page you will see maybe 25 different responses each of those 25 res uh, responses was asked of me to answer. Now, how many parliamentarians do you think there are in the country? Oh, we have, uh, if I remember correctly from the last membership data, there we, we are close to 3,500 um, in our national, in our in NAP. So take so 3300 because i'm sure at least 200 of those are international members and is this something that anybody could do if they if they wanted to you just have to go through the the, the process or do you need certain qualifications to even no certain there are no pre prerequisites to joining nap just a desire to join the greatest group of people who run meeting management <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So now you're also a uh, speaker for Edge Women Speakers. Uh, what is that and uh, how did you get into that? Edge Women Speakers was founded by Debbie Viscosco. Debbie noticed that at various conventions that she and some of her friends were attending that there were absolutely no women speakers. Last in October of 2018, she put together a group of women who have varied backgrounds in speaking. We have um, merger and acquisition, change management, and one of our most unique speak. Well, we have two that I consider really unique. All of us are unique, but we have two that really just continually uh, amaze me at their knowledge base. And the first person is Amy Sagami. Amy talks about painting on water. She connects the turbulence that we go through to the wind. She is just phenomenal in explaining what we're going through, how to get out of it, and how to manage our lives. And then our next person is Lady Gaga, Lynn Meyer O'Dowell. Lynn helps people break out of chains, uh, face their fears, confront their fears, and move on to very exciting lives. Then we have um, Jennifer. Jennifer does merger and acquisition. She's just published a wonderful, wonderful book entitled uh, What Now for Mergers and Acquisitions. We have Nancy Depsack. Nancy has been on the stage uh, to become an international speaker. Nancy speaks on unshakable success. And she teach, teaches people that if you are in any way concerned about what's going to happen next, instead of being fearful 
about the process. Simply say, I'm curious about what's going to happen and hold that thought. I'm curious instead of basking in your fears. That's basically what Edge Women Speakers do. Our topics are very varied but and very entertaining and uh, we generate a lot of conversation when we speak. We, we generally, our talks might be 45 minutes to an hour, but we're in those rooms maybe two and a half hours just ask, answering questions. And how did you get involved in this? I was asked by Debbie to join the group. Okay, and how do you know Debbie? I know Debbie from Toastmasters. Okay. We're in, Windy <laughs> City, we're, we're in Windy City Professional Toastmasters. The major, all of us are Windy City speakers. Yes, all of us are <laughs> members of Windy City Professional Speakers. Okay, um, so you were at Toastmasters and, and uh, she invited you to, to participate in this? Yes, yes. Okay, um, and do you get asked to speak a lot through this program? Not a lot. I have not, no one has requested my services because I am a member of EDGE. Most of my engagements come word or mouth. Word or mouth, Pete, well, you need a parliamentarian, you need someone to help you with this particular meeting. Uh, Call Zella. Okay, that's um, that sounds really um, that sounds really interesting. Uh, do you have like um, I, I guess any uh, other examples of um, how you've gone into groups and just helped them to organize their uh, their structure or their roles or or whatever? I have a. There was one group I did not. I was not their convention parliamentarian. I was their, I guess, pre-plan, what I like to call pre-plan parliamentarian. They had three years of minutes that they had never typed and approved. I worked with the secretary to get those minutes into the proper order. I worked with her, I developed her a script on how to explain what was in each set of the minutes. I also developed the president a script for reading and approving the minutes in the proper order. I worked with this group on developing parliamentary rules, helping them to understand that you can't start a convention until what we call the CRAP has been done. And CRAP is an acronym for credentials. How many people do you have there in, that are entitled to vote? The R for are your rules. What are your convention and or meeting rules? And then your program. Your program lists everything that is going to occur during that meeting and or convention from A to Z. And do all of these big conventions, do they, uh, do they have to have a parliamentary? 
not if they don't want one no we just it, it's it's always good especially if you have huge budgets if you have contentious bylaws and resolutions that are going to come before the body absolutely not i go to my like our icn uh, the International Council of Nurses for the business meeting does not have a real parliamentarian. Okay. The last business meeting I attended, we didn't have a parliamentarian at all. Okay, but uh, some of the other bigger organizations see the value in, in having a parliamentarian there, and that's when you um, would be uh, asked to come in as, I guess, are you a consultant? The The consultant part comes is highlighted when we work with them on how to put the convention together so that it runs smoothly and the rights of the members are not violated that they understand that you know unless they have rules all members have a right to make motions debate and vote to name a few things all right. Um, so, well, Azella, let me ask you this: um, What uh, do you kind of see for you know the next, um, I guess, for the future of, of this? And do you see more people coming in to uh, become parliamentarians? Are you trying to recruit people into parliamentarians, or do you uh, mentor people in this area? For the future, technology is going to play a huge, huge role in what we do and how we do it. It is already impacting how we write scripts, how people process their emotions, and it really in, enables the group to understand what's going on. Uh, I envision in the future people having conventions and regional meetings from their computer, I, I really do. There is just, a, a technology is just, is changing how we do things and how we operate. And the electronic meetings are a wonderful phenomenon. <laughs> we always want um, members. We are always training and encouraging um, members to become members of of um, national, uh, the National Association of Parliamentarians. Okay, so if somebody wanted to find out more about um, what you're doing or even get you as a speaker, how could they find you? They would, um, azellacollins.com or they could go to edgewomenspeakers.com. Hopefully that Hopefully, when you Google Azella Collins, wonderful things pop up in Google. <laughs> I haven't Googled myself in a long time. Yeah, now you have a great name, and it 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 uh, comes up very easily. <laughs> you're, you're the first one on the page. So um, that that would be how people would contact me. I'm noticing more and more um, Facebook. Uh, on, especially on television, they're talking about, I don't know whether they said there is a tribe for you or there is a group for you. I think it was tribe because I chuckled. Uh, <laughs> there you can find your tribe on Facebook. So I, as people become more advanced in the use of technology, they could put in parliamentarian and they would, I want to say, probably get a hundred different uh, groups to join.
because each of the state associations have websites and Facebook pages. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing this with us today. And uh, uh, yeah, so I will put your information in the show notes and people will be able to find you that way. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.